Have you ever experienced a hopeless situation? The children of Israel had these experiences often after turning their backs on God. How did you find the ability to hope again? In this week's podcast, we will look at how God used Jeremiah to instill hope in the Israelites. I am Monique, and this is Unfiltered Devotion. Jeremiah 29, 11 reads, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. This week, we will take a look at the most quoted verse in the Bible. As I read Jeremiah 29, I began to understand that verse 11 is not about prosperity, like not even close. That is why I feel like it is important for us to read the scriptures in their entirety so we can gain the context in which they were written. Jeremiah penned this letter to the children of Israel who had become captives of Nebuchadnezzar. He removed them from Jerusalem to Babylon. God allowed this to happen. Let me repeat it. God allowed this to happen. Not because he is cruel or spiteful. Think of it like this. If you have children and your children are out of line, how do you respond? Do you use disciplinary actions? And if so, what do they look like? Or perhaps you just allow them to be disrespectful or to disobey you. We constantly call God Father, and yet we don't always give him the reverence that occupies that title. Or maybe you are like me and don't really have a point of reference of what that title entails. As a parent now, I view that verse differently. I see it as a parent soothing their child after the child has been corrected. Like the children of Israel, we tend to get comfortable. And in that comfort, we disregard God's standards. And unfortunately, we imitate the people around us and take up their beliefs and their ideologies. This is just as upsetting to God now as it was then. As Christians, we have been bought with a price. When we allowed ourselves to be ransomed, we were adopted into a family. Now, being heirs, we are still responsible for upholding those principles and values of our family as it is handed down by our father. When reading this scripture in the past, what was your expectation of this particular verse. How has God been correcting you? How have you been resisting that correction? When these corrections come, are you able to connect it to the area of your life that needs the adjustment? Why is it important to you that God encourages you during his moments of chastisement? Those are just some things to think about. Let us pray. Father, first and foremost, We want to thank you for all that you've done, even for the things that we have forgotten that you've done. I ask that you forgive us of all of our sins that we have committed knowingly and unknowingly. Father, allow this verse to encourage us to endure your chastisement. Hebrews 12 and 6 reads, For whom the Lord loves, he chastens. Father, we thank you for loving us enough to correct our wrongs. Father, we beg that you continue to shape and mold us in the likeness of your son, our savior, Jesus. Thank you for holding us near even when we aren't worthy and commanding your love towards us. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.